So I thought, well, what can you get in New York for 10 bucks? That's legal. I'm going to go in here. So I gave this woman $10 and she took my hand and she said, make a wish, but not for money. I said, I don't care what else she tells me, I'm going to write a book with this title. And maybe she's trademarked it. I don't know. I actually never, ever checked. It's just such a great line. So a lot of this book takes place in a mall, which in the beginning is um, a pretty empty, a dead mall. Um, But it really comes off as sort of a love letter to the shopping mall. Um, You know, was that your intention? Well, I think that I wanted to explore those spaces that we do call dead malls. I live in Bondsville, part of Palmer, which is not far from Hadley, which was home of what many of us around here called the dead mall. People would say, take a left at the dead mall, or I live near the dead mall, because there was one mall, and then there was another mall smack next to it, kind of sucked the life out of the other one. And I just walk around there, and I think, you know, that's a great place to put a story. And I also had an experience of of working right across the street from your studios here in Tower Square, which is uh, kind of a sleepy mall at the time. I worked for seven years in Edwards Bookstore, which was all told a 34-year-old bookstore locally run, independently owned by the Edwards family. And I loved working there. People would get together and talk about things. They'd come in at lunch. They'd come in at the start of their day, at the end of the day, talk about things. And there wasn't a whole lot else going on in the mall, but it was just great to be in there. So I wanted to write about how those people who do hang on and have stores in there, how, you know, you do bond and you have your own little community going. You know, in a lot of literature that's centered in New England, the focus is on the quaint Main Street. And here your focus is on a large shopping mall. Why did that become sort of the New England story you wanted to tell? When I was growing up, that was the place to shop. The mall. The mall was the place to shop. In 1968, I believe, Eastfield Mall opened, and that's about 25 minutes from my home. And that was the place that was so exciting because you could go to all these places under one roof and you wouldn't get wet. And there was all this parking and it was so exciting. I remember we went for the ribbon cutting and then they were giving all this stuff out every night. So you had to keep going back. And we would just be let loose as kids on a Saturday to walk around. And, you know, it was a place to go on dates. And it really, for me, was a sort of a town center growing up. So it was kind of fun to play with that. And then also to talk about how malls do take the life out of centers of towns and everyone's racing to the big box store, the big mall, and then the center of town just kind of evaporates in a way. In addition to the um, the mall story, there's, of course, the palm reader story, our, our main character. She, she inherits a palm reading business, and it turns out she's very good at it, which is sort of a surprise. Um, you know, there's a real supernatural aspect to your story, which I wasn't expecting. Was that sort of a, a, a leap for you as a, as a writer, just, you know, taking on this magical um, theme? Right. It, it, I would say it was a leap. My roots are in journalism. And one of the reasons I started writing fiction, I was put on a night shift and I didn't have any writing to do until two in the afternoons. So I started trying to write short stories because I could make them up. They were so different than the writing I would do at night for the newspaper where I would go to a board of selectmen's meeting or I would go to a fire and you had to write everything as it was. To work in fiction is so interesting because it can be anything. The poodle can be pink or blue and we can be in Yugoslavia or we can be in China. 
uh, it's all up to wherever I want to set it. And so I love jumping back and forth. I still do write nonfiction books. But with with this, uh, it was a, it was a very different because I did have those sort of magical elements and she can see things and things start to happen. And that's the, that's one to me one of the beauties of fiction. Writing it is I don't know what's going to happen. And uh, I had someone here who might know the future. And so she was kind of guiding me for some of the book, which was fun. 